welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dodson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dodson, here with my fellow host, Matt O'Hara. What's your name? I almost forgot. I, I saw the look on your I, eyes. I saw Garrett wasn't here. And it threw you off. It threw me off. Yeah. I, it's yeah, early see now, you know, when you turn 40, it all starts going downhill. Baby, come back. Please. Uh, so no Garrett Price today. He's in Mexico. Uh, probably drinking cervezas. Maybe. Possibly? Possibly. I don't know. He's probably having more fun than us. Tanner. Uh, yeah, most likely. Yes, for P- sure. Probably Danny Tanner. Oh, Gale time. Uh, so we're back this week. We're going to talk about NFL free agents and, you know, spots that we'd kind of like to see them end up there. Uh, before we get into that, too, I do want to apologize for last week's episode. And I guess it went until a little, little week, uh, the weeks before um, but I heard it. It was it was sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. There was some interference or something going yeah. on with the mics. It, it was a malware thing we had in our system. And for those who don't know, uh, when we record this podcast, we don't we don't edit it. We don't we don't doll it up. There's no fanciness going on here. We sit down. We tell you how it is. We, we up, upload it. We upload it and, and put it right out there for you. Never even listen back to it's it. It's out there in the world. Clearly. Yep. Uh, the only reason we didn't delete last week's was just because like I thought there was some really good information we had on there, like on you know Darius Slayton, Curtis Samuel. I just put a really uh, de- just for the people that didn't listen. I put a detailed tweet out on Curtis Samuel just now. Uh, on my Twitter at Dynasty Rich, if you want to read it. Um, so we do apologize tremendously. I know some of you guys went on iTunes and left us a review, uh, stating your displeasure. So if you would change those now that we fix the situation, we can de- definitely be virtual BFFs. Yeah, please. Which is almost as good as real BFFs. It's very close. Yeah, it's it's very close. It's almost like we're pen pals <laughs> that don't communicate. Uh, I just talk to you. There you Mostly. go. It's a one-sided conversation uh, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's other there's other ways you could reach out to us uh, via Twitter at Dynasty Rich. Um, at Dynasty Matt. Email yeah. Rich at DynastyNerds.com. Right. Uh, or Postal. You know. I'm not giving out, I'm not giving out my address. So my <laughs> uh, address seven zero eight five. No. Um, no. So we definitely apologize for that. It, it's it's something. Uh, if we could have taken down and fixed, we would have. We'll do our best never to let that happen again. Out of six and a half years of doing this podcast, it's the only time it's ever happened. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, on that scale, I believe. Right? Yeah, we've so, had a couple of other episodes that were a little screwy here and there. So everybody that was upset with us that left us a review on iTunes. If you could, if you could change those now, we fixed it. And if not, well, guess what? We'll never be virtual BFFs. Well, there's that. There is that. <laughs> How do you feel about that? How do I feel? I, I've. I, it's unfortunate. That I know. It happened. I know you're very popular. And you have a lot of virtual BFFs. I, so you you probably don't even care for anyone that you're losing. I virtually have no virtual BFFs. You have none? I don't think so. Oh. Not very popular. Well, I got a, I got a larger Twitter following. Me. You sure do. You're not even on that Twitter that much, though. The Twitters? Yeah. The Twitters? The Tweetledeedledeedeets? No, no, I'm not really. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, obviously during the year, I am much more um, on there. But what, what is this, redraft? No, it's not, but... I just don't. I just don't have time right now. Oh, I understand. I understand. It's February. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna get into today's episode. We are gonna talk about some free agency in the nerd herd episode. Since we are close, so close to Valentine's Day, we're just gonna talk about love, and it's all gonna come back to Dynasty. 
uh, the love of Dynasty. So it's our Nerdhood episode today. But before we get into today's episode, let me tell you about one of our sponsors today, and that's DynastyOwner.com. That's right. We're still here telling you about them because they're still here running an awesome platform. That's right. We're talking about DynastyOwner.com, where you take the business side of Dynasty Fantasy Football and mesh it with Dynasty Fantasy Football. You take the actual NFL player's salary, and you get a salary cap there, and you build your structure that way. No auction leagues, no salary cap leagues where you know people are bidding on what they want to pay. It's actual NFL salaries. So how can you be a real NFL GM and build a team that not only just win it for this year, but win it for multiple years and be a true dynasty? Make sure you check out DynastyOwner.com today because they only are offering a 1,000 new 12-man leagues. And they filled a lot of those up with our users. And if not, you can get on the waiting list there uh, for the 2020 season, which is going to be their launch. Last year, they had the beta, and that went terrific. They just launched their new mock draft tool on DynastyOwner.com. So even if you just want to see how great that website is, hop on there, jump in their mock draft, check it out that way. It's a really cool tool. It's really yeah. pretty. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like looking in the mirror. It really, it's really that great it, for some, for well, for you. <laughs> nah, for me, it's 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 way prettier. But we don't, Matt. We're here. To, we're here to promote, promote, not talk down to me. Okay, right, exactly. this is my show too. Exactly. Just go on there if you if you want to see what Dynasty Owner is all about. It's the best way to check them out. Jump in a mock draft or two, see how it is, and see what you can do. My recommendation. Build off rookie running backs on first-year contracts and draft Lamar Jackson. Ooh. No more George Kittle because he's about to get paid. Hey. So check him out today, DynastyOwner.com. Follow him on Twitter, at DynastyOwner. Make sure to check out their YouTube channel as well, DynastyOwner.com. So, Matt, we're going to talk about some free agents here. What's some spots that we like? Maybe some realistic spots as well because, you know, just because we like a player somewhere – they can't necessarily possibly go there if the team doesn't have the money to pay them. Huh. So, you know, if you're at if you're a fan of the Miami Dolphins, you're in good shape because they have almost ninety million dollars as of right now. Right. On the opposite spectrum, if you're a fan of the Minnesota Vikings, don't expect any free agent signs because you're eleven million dollars in the red. Going yeah, into I was going to say, as a matter of fact, you can expect the ex- the exact opposite. They're going to be cutting salary in some places. Some of these high priced guys that are on their roster now might not be part of them once once free agency comes around. Yeah, if you're a Steelers fan, Jaguars fan, or Vikings fan, guess what? This episode's not for you. <laughs> but the really good thing is you're a dynasty fan, so. Who cares about your team? Yeah. We're more focused on our dynasty team, which should be pretty diverse, right? Because if you're drafting all one team, you're doing dynasty pretty wrong. Absolutely. Actually, you're probably doing it probably really wrong. You're probably in big trouble. You've seen, I, that's a good point for the most part. I have seen a couple of people that were, you know, had four or five people from the same team, but as long as it's a good fantasy team, their team is rolling. But if they have a bad week, Obviously, so does their whole team. So. I know, but what team out there would be the most complete team you could possibly think of? The Chiefs? The Chiefs would be a good one to have a bunch of people from. Uh, I mean, I think there's probably been years when the you could Vikings get, are close. When you could get away with the Vikings or, you know, years in the years past when it was like Le'Veon Bell. Um, Steelers. Steelers, you know, Big Ben was there. Yeah, Heath Miller. There was, there was enough guys at enough positions where you could really do all right with those kind of players. And Chargers, too, all the way back to, you know, Antonio Gates, uh, Keen Allen, Vincent Jackson, you know, right. Philip Rivers, who's now 
uh, no longer an LA Charger. No, he's not. They they mutually quote unquote uh, <laughs> parted ways. Those are always <laughs> hilarious to me. Hey Phil, uh, we're not going to resign you. All right, well, fine. I didn't want to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's mu- feelings mutual. Damn right, feelings mutual. Matter of fact, I was never going to resign with you. What do you want to say about what, that? What do you got to say about that? And I told my wife's best friend's cousin <laughs> yesterday, three months ago. What do you say about that? L.A. Chargers. I'm never taking, the same since San Diego. I'm taking my ball and going to Tampa. Make me play in a little small soccer stadium. How dare you? You know that that stadium's not even big enough to fill my children. <laughs> All 900,000 of them. I'm not even being facetious. It's not even bigger to fit enough to fit the children. I went to that stadium. I flew out there. We saw a game in there. It was really cool. Is it? It was yeah. small. It was intimate. Yeah, there's no there's no upper upper, upper decks at all, right? Nope. Nope. Yeah. It was like being at like a low-level racetrack almost. Yeah. Well, or a smaller stock, soccer stadium. Sure. Which, I mean, it, it's just like a college stadium, right? Is that That's what it is, right? Smaller. Okay. Def, like, I've been to Ohio State, you know, stadium. Well, Ohio State's a big stadium. I mean, I have, how many college football games am I going to go to? I've been to Ohio State Stadium. Yeah. Way bigger than that. I mean, there's, yeah, obviously. There's there's no there's no NFL stadiums that are that big other than, like, Jerry World down there in Dallas. To be fair, that's correct as well. Right. Um, so, Philip Rivers we'll talk about today. Let's start at the top here, Matt. Um, I have a list of guys. No particular order. I just kind of looked up a list of NFL free agents. So, whatever order they have them in is kind of what I have them in. Gotcha. Um. The one guy that didn't have on there, or at least I missed, I didn't see because I have everybody's age on here as well, uh, is Andy Dalton. So I don't have his age. I think he's like 32. Uh, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Sweet crystal balls. How old is Andy Dalton? 32? 32, sure. Is it right? No, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> Matt, how dare you? How dare you? I haven't gotten it up yet. I mean, if, oh, that's <laughs> that came across wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, does Andy Dolan have any potential to start in 2020? So say you're in a super flex league, right? And you're sitting there and you're like, man, I can get Andy Dalton for cheap. Like Andy Dalton's 32, by the way. Well, t- <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever doubt? The balls? No, I, I was just going to go with it. Then you forced me to look it up. So, yeah, well, you're, you're I, right. Matt, your choice. Yeah. I would never force you to do anything. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Rich. Like, so Andy Dalton, like, what's his best? So, where's Andy's best chance to go for you? So, say you're in a super flex league. You can get Andy Dalton for a bag of spicy chili and cool ranch Doritos. And you're like, all right, that's a hard price to pay. That's a hard price to pay. But I'm going to pay it because it's super flex league. And... I can get, I can be out a dollar ninety eight. Sure, because these aren't super sized bags. We're talking like snack pack bags. Oh, of Doritos. Okay, still hard to give up. Yeah, I understand because even you know more so because it's small, so you can't <laughs> share. Um, where like supply and demand is what that is. Faux show. <laughs> You're right. So like all of a sudden you you. You trade you trade for Andy Dolan, and now you are sitting here today. Like you just make this trade today, so you are out of Doritos, but you have the red rifle. Okay, Andy Dolan. Where are your fingers crossed to say, hey, Andy, I hope you go to. So here's one that that I'm thinking of, and I'm not even sure that it's on anybody's radar at all. But if he if if he went to like the Oakland Raiders, okay, I would feel okay about that. John Gruden loves himself a a. A non, you know, uh, uh, a veteran quarterback, somebody that kind of knows the NFL in and out, and he can throw a lot at. And I think Andy Dalton's that kind of guy. And I think he would operate 
pretty pretty efficiently in that kind of system there in Oakland. The shorting up that leash on Derek Carr. And that's how I would see it. I, I would think, hey, because I don't I don't see a lot of opportunity out there for Andy Dalton to go out and like just be handed a job anymore. Do you know what His I mean? His best bet would be like going somewhere like Chicago where they go to training camp and he just beats out Mitch Trubisky and that's how they end Mitch Trubisky where the Red Rifle beat it and then he ends up signing if he could succeed their long-term deal or they just draft a guy in 2021. So this is how I approach this episode today. I kind of made a list of places where I thought you know would be good destinations for different positions and Bears was one of those, play, those um, places and I put a little note right next to it and you know um, as the quarterback goes, they they don't necessarily need one, quote unquote. But just like last year with Tennessee, when they had Mariota there and they brought in a guy like Tannehill, and by the end of the year, Tannehill was really thriving in that system. I could definitely see the Bears kind of going that route, but I could see Oakland going that route as well, where they maybe you know outwardly they're saying all the right things about Derek Carr, but I think. I think there's enough going on behind the scenes and there's enough that's kind of speculative out there that that maybe the car the car isn't like the car and Gruden fit maybe isn't the best thing ever that I could see them making a similar move um, to Tennessee as well there. And Oakland. Gruden liked Andy Dalton coming out. If you remember back when he was drafted, um, you know, he thought Andy Dalton was going to go in the first round. Right. And when they traded, I forgot who what team would trade up into the first round. He's like, oh, you might see a red haired quarterback go right here. And it wasn't. It wasn't. Anymore. I can't remember who it was either. Um, but you're, but you're, you're right on there. Um, so and, you and it was, was it his brother? Yeah, his Jay. brother was there as the offensive coordinator, right? For, Cincinnati, yeah, yeah right. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have your list. I actually have a list here too. That, that might be a bad thing to go over. Let's compare lists of team needs. Have the same thing. A little cheat sheet. Okay. On top of my computer here. Um, yeah. So just like we say, we don't edit the show. Man, I don't even talk before the show. We kind of get the hey, this is our broad topic. This is what we're going to kind of discuss, and we kind of go our separate ways, which, which I I think makes for some interesting shows because we don't necessarily always see. We'll say one thing, but we kind of see it in two different ways, so we end up getting two totally different perspectives. And change each other's mind. Exactly. Yeah. I do a lot of guest shows sometimes on podcasts, and they have pre-show like all these pre, uh, pre-show sheets. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at you guys. Every show has one, <laughs> except for us. Except for us. That's why we don't do guests. We don't want to scare them away. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't. You guys don't do anything to prepare. No, no. We get. We have a show topic. Yeah. We come. Garrett makes some lists for he us does. sometimes. He but does. again, we don't see those lists until he starts reading to us live on the air. Our instant. Um, our instant reactions are always the best. So, uh, running backs. What te- I have four teams on my list. Free agency. Um, I have the Falcons. I have them as well. Because rumor today, uh, not report today, they are going to cut Devontae Freeman. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, either way, I think this is going to be his last year there. If they don't cut him now, he this is going to be his last year in, in in Atlanta, no matter what. Yes, I have the Chiefs. Um, definitely have them. And you, you'll if you go on Twitter, if you go on the Twitter, right, you're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of people talking about, "Ooh, is Damian Williams good?" You know, and all these little tweet stats to promote Damian Williams and, you know, his elusiveness and, you know, yards after contact. And it's like, uh, did we have this conversation 12 months ago when they signed Damian Williams said he'd be the guy. And then we're like, no, don't fall into that trap. Sell him now while you can. He's going to be a doo-doo sandwich. And uh, Matt, how did Damian Williams produce during a regular season? Uh, I, I don't remember. He was a little nicked up, wasn't he? And, and not really. <laughs> I don't care if he was nicked up, sticked up. You know, stuck up. I don't care. He Put your nose down, he, he Damien. Didn't, he didn't produce up to everyone's expectations. That's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So are you going to fall back into that trap again? Uh, I'm not personally. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, he was a guy that only had, was it 50 carries before this year? 
was his top top end. For <laughs> Sounds like Philip Rivers' wife. Oh gosh. <laughs> I also have the Chargers on here. Speaking of Philip Rivers, um, I, I have the Chargers or running well. back, and yep. I have the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins. Yep. Who else do you have? Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, whoever you have, I'm gonna add to my list. Okay. I okay. Um, I mean, I have the Cardinals if Drake leaves because David Johnson <clears throat> is glue factory. And oh, they're gonna cut him too. To be fair, I have a running back going to the Cardinals on this list here in free agency. Because remember, we're talking about free agents. We're not talking about draft here. So right. this is going to change the draft. Like sure. people sign here. So I have the Cardinals on my list now too because of you. Okay. See what happens when we communicate. I do. I like what's going whoa, on whoa. here. I'm not proposing. Okay. Okay. Well, well Car- Carlos Hyde, I believe, is a free agent, right? He's a free agent. So that makes Houston a destination for me. You are correct, Because they only have Duke Johnson there. They are non-committal on that guy at best. Um, they kind of refuse to use him in any kind of expanded role. Thanks for the third-round pick, Bill O'Brien. Exactly. Um, I have, as a speculative type of place, and this is a, obviously a just-in-case type of thing, um, but the Rams, you know, if they – there's a lot of rumor and and you end up going on that they could do anything and every, and everything with either trading or just straight up cutting Todd Gurley. Okay. They're not going to cut Todd Gurley because his contract is guaranteed. Okay. Uh, and they're not going to trade Todd Gurley unless they pull like, they literally pull like the Brock Osweiler trade and they trade into Miami who has the most cap space and they give them a second round pick. Well, all right. But, That's okay. just out there. I am not writing the Rams on my list because okay. they also have Daryl Henderson as well. They do have Daryl Henderson, but had, did he show anything? But you know, you know, Sean McVay likes to take his time. You okay. know, sometimes rookies. We'll just we'll not put them on the list. Okay, the Bucks. The Bucks. You gotta add the Bucks on your list. Gotta have the Buck stops here. Exactly. With the running back. So I agree. Definitely. Um, we have more. Do I have more? Yeah. I've got a pretty good list. Oh, I should probably just let you keep talking. <laughs> uh, I think the Redskins uh, could be a place that somebody that, you know, if they don't sign AP back for sure, he that could be a place where he lands or, or like any of these free agent running backs land um, just just for some Darius guys kind of insurance uh, yeah, with see, the new coach coming in, Ron Rivera. I think in that situation, because Geis is still on his rookie contract, they're going to let him come back. They're going to let him compete. Kind of like, Almost like the turd. Uh, no. The turd? He's not a turd. Uh, almost like Derrick Henry. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know, for three years, yeah, not yeah. doing anything relevant in the fantasy season and come out, boom, in the fourth year mm-hmm. and you know having a strong year, which will probably let him walk, which is what I would predict. Right. Um, so I think they're going to like give Geist a try. And I think the best buy, because remember, also when these guys, we talk about these guys are free agents, it creates a hole for somebody else as well. So there's, we could be talking about some of that, but I'm also looking to buy Bryce love. I know he had another knee surgery. Right. I know, but remember Frank Gore had two ACL injuries, mm-hmm. um, relatively close. And what happened to him? He came back. He's been still going. What, how old he's like 36, 37 now. He's and he's still in the league. No, is that young? No knees. Uh, no, no knees, no knee injuries. <laughs> Probably not. As I mean, he's since then. So yeah, he's fine. Yeah. So Bryce loves a nice, like, freebie like worth the worth checking your waiver wire for. and that's that's ironic because i was literally just looking at stanford's um stats going back to like 2016 2017 and it was 2016 was christian McCaffrey, christian mccaffrey had like 1600 yards but 2017 bryce love had 2100 yards he should have came out he should have come he out really he, he done he done messed up yeah Aaron. right absolutely and so he went back and got injured and then got injured again in 2019 so it's it's been a tough go oh, these past. Yeah, he's been injured. And he's just been injured and then injured. 
But you never know. I mean, some guys take a while to break out. We mentioned before the like guys like you know Andre Johnson started his career uh, for the Houston Texans. He was hurt. Right. right. My my point was he has, he has a ton of ability. Um, Bryce Love and um, you know Ron Rivera is is definitely he's coming from Carolina with another Stanford back that that uh, was there obviously right before uh, Bryce Love, so he knows how to use those guys. I I think they were used similarly you know what i mean so that's why i kind of it's not like throw that out there yeah and it's not like geist has been cut off two back-to-back years of injury free either right absolutely so there's I mean, a lot a lot, lot of question marks and that's why i land that's why i put them on this list if you took bryce love and and darius geist and you put their knees together you got three quarter of a knee <laughs> they need some more knees <laughs> or at least two good knees right two at least well yeah i guess <laughs> I mean, how else are you gonna run the ball uh, yeah right is that all you have for running backs? You have more. Uh, I mean, I put the Jets because there's a lot of speculation that um, Le'Veon Bell will be gone, but I'm not sure that they'd be really in the free agent market. I just kind of put him in there as somebody that needs probably is going to need a running back. So let's uh, let's start here. All right. So let's. How about we do that? How about we look at some of these free agent running backs? We'll go through team needs right here and see what needs we can go through there. So at running back here, let me go down my list here. Our first. Uh, person that we have on the list for me is Derrick Henry. Okay. He's a free agent. He's 26 years old, mm-hmm. coming off a big year. Led the NFL in Russian. Um, despite having his best year ever, um, three out of four years, he's done nothing. And even in his best year ever, he's still only finished right around running back seven in fantasy football. Right. Which, you know, doesn't really overly impress me. <laughs> but he's a very good NFL running back. He definitely is a good NFL running now with the Tennessee Titans in here. And, you know, I think their number one position should be to sign Ryan Tannehill personally, giving him about 20, 25 million dollars a year, which should take up about half of their fifty point seven million dollar cap cap space. Right. I just don't see the Titans going out there and spending big money on Derrick Henry. Here's the here's the weird. I mean, obviously, I I don't think he's going to get top end market, right? You know, like the guys that are making like fourteen million dollars a year. He doesn't catch the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he, I know that very clearly. So he's not one of those guys that's like a versatile um, guy that's used all around, all over the place. He's only he's only a, a pounder type of guy. Um, but they've made him such a integral part of their offense mm-hmm. that I think there's an argument that he can get above you know what a normal guy that would just be a two down thumper is going to get so he's sure so he's in this like weird gray area where he's going to have to almost set his own market um where i think he'll probably end up getting you know nine ten million dollars a year that's what i was thinking you know that's what that's where my head is at least in in this um derrick henry market so let me ask you two things sir one do you think he resigns with the titans i do because i think he finally I think he finally knows he fits somewhere. You know what I mean? Where it, it took him a couple of years to kind of get his feet underneath him there. But now that the offense is running through him, I, I, I would think it's the best place for him. Okay. And I think it's a good fit for the Titans as well. I think that's, I think him resigning with the Titans is his best. Place. Okay. So say, say he doesn't sign with the Titans. And I ever go through these guys, I'm just going to delete them off my list. So my list gets a lot shorter here. Gotcha. Um, say he doesn't resign with, no, I'm not gonna delete these guys. I could use this information for later. <laughs> Say just, he doesn't just highlight in a different color. He doesn't resign with the Titans. Okay. Where do you think out of the teams that we named his most likely landing spot is? Because I have one. 
Okay. And mine's the Dolphins. Mine's I was that was the, exactly what I was staring at. Um, right now it was the Dolphins. I think it's a perfect fit for him to do exactly what the Tennessee Titans did. You know, right. where they're going to draft their rookie quarterback. They're going to have the, they're not going to pay Ryan Fitzpatrick big money. They can be a pound the ball first, which is exactly what they opposite of what they did last year. They actually ran the ball the fewest amount of anybody in the NFL last year and threw the ball a ton. Mm-hmm. You know, they could draft a guy like Tua, let him sit, which even though at this point like all the reports are too it won't even have to sit like he's he's getting a medical recheck in like a month right he just had one out and everything's perfect everything's like going according ahead to plan of right so had a schedule yep. and, and for a team that has 89 million dollars the most money to spend they could spend 10 million dollars on a running back and it'd be no thing now that whole defense needs rebuilt well, well, here's the deal. I mean, obviously it's a similar system right because uh, both of these guys came from New England um, you know, that's where they were originally well, from. He played, Rabel played in New England. Didn't really coach in New England. He coached in New England. He was on the defensive side of the ball, right? Was he? Yeah. And then he went to Houston and then he went. Uh, you know. Oh, was he a linebacker's coach? Yeah. He was definitely on that coaching staff. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's it's there's an argument to be made that um, both those guys coming from the defensive side of the ball in New England are both going to like similar offensive weapons and philosophies. So definitely, you know, the Dolphins, they would they would love to be able to run the ball and pound people. And that would that would only help alleviate some of the concerns on the defensive side of the ball because, you know, your defense is getting more time off and just less time on the field, less exposure um, as they kind of grow as a unit. So I thought that was a really good spot for him, too. If I had to pick one of these teams, that would be my team to go to. I'm with you on um, that. Next free agent running back there I have on my list. Again, if I miss somebody, just let me know. But would be Kenyon Drake, uh, currently 26 years old as well. Currently a member of the Cardinals. Just mm-hmm. tweet out a picture of the Cardinals. I have him with this news that they're going to let uh, cut David Johnson. I think they're going to find out a number. Um, and maybe even like backload it, you know, or some or make it a signing bonus. But I think he's going to stay in Arizona. I honestly, I think that's the best place for him. I think he's going to stay there as well. Is there any place that would excite you outside of that? Because I mean, I think the Falcons wouldn't be a bad place. I'm just not sure that they could afford him. Um, they're another one of these teams that really doesn't have a lot of space. I mean, it would th- this would have to be one of those scenarios where they got rid of Devonte Freeman to free up some space. And then kind of got Kenyon Drake if his if he ran across like a cold market or something. Yeah, I just think this is a situation like they're not a hundred percent not paying a running back. I think the Falcons are completely off my list of free agent people that are going to buy a running back. I think they're going to draft a guy for sure, and because they have too much money already. I mean, they have their first round pick in Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, the highest paid receiver all of all time, Matt Ryan. What if they do want to try and resign Austin Hooper, which I which I don't think they're going to be able to do. for me, I just don't think they had the money to spend on Kenyon Drake. I do like the fit, but to be fair, I mean, you and I, we've been preaching Kenyon Drake for years. Right. Like, we've been big fans of him um, for a while now and just wondering when he's going to get the opportunity. We've actually thought he was a really good running back, and at, here he goes to Arizona, and he proves that. So, to me, I wouldn't mind him at on any of these teams, really, that we mentioned. Houston I'm, Houston Texans, would that excite you at all? Or, or? It would. Yeah. It would. I think... It, the, it, it, the Bucks it, would excite excite yeah, me there. That's another. That's, um, an, that's another good one. Yeah. The the, the the only team that really wouldn't excite me is just the Jets because of 
Adam Gase, but we don't have to worry about that because there's no way he's going to the Jets with Adam Gase. Right. So that's off the list. Um, the, the, Col- the Colts have a ton of space and could use a guy that, that could catch passes. Um, you, you know what I mean? Keep Marlon Mack kind of on the sidelines if they, there. If, the, if that Marlon Mack doesn't come through, that extension doesn't come right. to fruition. Because, again, they have the second most space mm-hmm. and 86 million. So maybe, you know, they, if they don't go, if they don't sign Marlon Mack, which is weird that they're trying to sign him. Cause again, I think they'd be better off even like a guy like Derek Henry, you know, they could pay him. He'd be really good. They're offset with Naheem Hines catching the football. Melvin Gordon would look good there. Kenyon Drake would look good there. I think everybody we just mentioned is a significant upgrade over Marlon Mack for what he does. Again, another running back that doesn't catch the football, uh, and who's hurt all the time. So it's kind of weird that he would, would want to resign Marlon Mack to a big extension with that offensive line. I mean, can you imagine Derrick Henry running a dome with that offensive line? Yeah, that would be ama- I mean, that'd be amazing. The thing, the thing that's obviously better, you know, about Derrick Henry is that he can actually wear a defense down. You know what I mean? Like, whereas a guy like Marlon Mack, who's the defense wears him down. Yeah, he's like two hundred pounds. Like that guy. I mean, no one's afraid of him in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm I mean? Not afraid of him? No. I'm you hear not. that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of him in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, Eminem. Go rap about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Kenyon Drake, we both think he's going to re-sign with the Cardinals. And if he does not re-sign with the Cardinals, um, out of the teams that you mentioned, I think the best like bang for his buck, I would see somewhere along the lines of maybe the Bucks. Okay. If they're going to sign somebody for like, because it has to be somebody with like a reasonable price. You know what I mean? But send, send them back down to Florida there, get them back down there. And, but again, yeah, but there's a chance too that they're going to sign, you know, one of these quarterbacks in free agency and that's going to chew up a big part of their, their cap space. But they have, let's see, they have almost 80 million. They're at the top of the game when it comes to free agency. So they can sign a running back too. Oh, who's that? Oh, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, the yep. Bucks. Um, next guy on my list here I have that is a free agent potentially is going to be Melvin Gordon. Hmm. So Melvin Gordon is going to be the highest, most likely highest paid running back in free agency here. I would, I would definitely think that that's the case. Um, and man, it's he's only twenty seven. He's only twenty seven. Which, which you know, when you're taking into account who's got the most cap room and probably the best situation, I mean, I think you just mentioned it with the Bucks. I think Melvin Gordon. If I were him, I'd be eyeballing them and saying, "Hey, you need a guy like me." I could, I would love to come down there to Tampa and be in that Bruce Arians system, you know, and, and obviously you guys have the money to pay me what I actually think I deserve. And those are the two best fit. Like Derek Henry's not a fit for Bruce Arians offense in my eyes. It, it'd be more, you know, the Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Drake, both those guys would fit in offense. They can catch the ball, right. run the ball. And I'd really like Melvin Gordon at offense. Cause he's, he's more, yeah, I don't want, actually know. I don't think that's true that he's more of a pass catcher than Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is really good out of the backfield. Probably the strongest part of his game, actually. Oh, uh, Kenyon Drake's? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So to me, yeah, I think the Bucks. if I had to pick one, because you know, again, if he's going to get paid, we have to look at teams that need a running back that had the money for a running back. And to me, that falls right in the lines with the Bucks, the Colts, and the Dolphins are all in position to sign a guy in free agency and not draft a guy. They they are. I'm not sure that the Dolphins are going that route, though. You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, a guy like Melvin Gordon, who's how old, like 27 right now? Yeah. I'm, after what they unloaded this past year, I'm not sure that they're going to go older veteran running back type of thing. So, I mean, I know we have him on the list, and, and we've been kind of talking about him because they have a lot of money. But the more and more we talk it out and kind of flesh it out, I'm not sure – 
that they're going to be after everyone they shipped off the team last year. I just feel like maybe they're just going to go young. I know, but they're, I think they're going to rebuild. But I also look at it as where they're going to draft a rookie quarterback. You know, they're probably going to trade up and get Tua. And you're, I think they're going to look at it where how they competed last year. They can make a couple of right signings. They might be able to flip this around pretty quickly. And again, in today's NFL, this isn't. There's no longer those long rebuilds. You know what I mean? They, Look at the 49ers. They won nope. four games last year. Look at the Packers. They won six games last year. So and nobody's got the patience for it anymore. It seems like society in, in general, fans are just too ang- over anxious. Coaches don't have the time for that or right. they lose their jobs. So right. for me, this might be something like a signing of a good running back, like a Derrick Henry, who's only 26 or Melvin Gordon, 27, to usher that along where, hey, we could pay that running back and you know open that window with that rookie quarterback right away. So I think it is a possibility because they have so much money. Now, again, that defense is is depleted that offensive line is depleted but they do have the money to spend i hear here's another name here's an interesting name for somebody that i don't really love but can play the game jordan howard right 25 years old uh my my number one sign here i thought was like a sneaky good place that i would like wouldn't mind jordan howard it's the chargers hmm you know i think he would offset austin eckler pretty nicely where austin eckler kind of pretty much still be the guy but, you know, Jordan Howard's the guy. You don't have to worry about him catching the football. Uh, a, a, a banger in between the tackles. Definitely upright don't runner. have to worry about Definitely catching. don't have to worry about that. Uh, nobody's got worse hands in the NFL than Jordan Howard. Uh, Anybody. 100% Anybody. True. I'm talking about defensive tackles, too. <laughs> uh, so I thought Jordan Howard, like, if he, I was trying to think, okay, I've always hated on Jordan Howard on the right, show. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's been pretty clear. I've never been a big fan. But he's had a couple of really good years. Thousand yards rushing fantasy relevant year so i'm like where would jordan howard go where i'm like oh okay i can get down with that as maybe a running back too potentially if they let him get some carries and i was like the chargers man because they don't have a lot of money they're they're, they're going to spend on a running back and jordan here's jordan Perf- howard is not gonna be expensive perfect fit yeah because he because he's not going to demand a lot of money like you said because i mean I, he's coming off the down year where he was basically um replaced by a rookie so it's one of those things where He's still young enough that he's probably going to get a contract and and probably get an opportunity somewhere, if not to be the man, at least somewhere where they're like, eh, I don't know about this guy ahead of you. He's kind of dinged up or injury prone or not maybe the three down back that we're hoping for. So yeah, I think I think Jordan Howard wouldn't wouldn't be a bad fit there in in San or God in San Diego at the Chargers LA. in L.A. Yeah, I'll eventually get it. Well, I mean, and again, he's only twenty five years old. And right. last guy on my list here is Carlos Hyde, free agent. He's twenty eight years old. What do you think, Carlos Hyde? I think his best chance, you know, he had a thousand yards rushing essentially in Houston, is just to re-sign with the Texans. I mean, for for fantasy relevance, is I think his only option is Houston, to be honest, because he just looked he looked glue factory when he's in Cleveland, and then he kind of resurrected it there last year in Houston, and and I think it was just the right kind of situation for him. So if I were him, I, I would I would try to you know I would make every effort to to re-sign with Houston. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like Houston's going for, you know, they have money to spend. So it's not like Carlos Hyde is going to break the bank. He, that's something where he might feel comfortable because he had one of his best years in a long time as well. But even then, with his best year, he was still running back 32 on a year. I know he only played 12 games out of the 13. Well, that's not, that's all of them, but he was still running back 32. So even Carlos Hyde rebounding in Houston with his best year he's had in a long time. He still wasn't even a running back, too. He's looking at a bi-week filler, flex play kind of guy. Right. And before we move on, I just wanted to mention there were a couple of guys that were, were restricted free agents. Um, Cream Hunt? 
Kareem Hunt's a restricted free agent. Austin Eckler, um, who we who we think is going to get re-signed there um, by the Chargers. And then Matt Breda as well, who was, I think, kind of interesting in the fact that they didn't use him much at the end of the year. So I'm interested to see what kind of tender they give him, especially with the Raheem Mostert. I think he's on like a – he signed a three-year deal at the beginning of last year uh-huh. um, in San Francisco for some – you know just really cheap on the cheap, like, you know, three years, $8 million or something like that. So they've got him locked up for a while. So I'm not sure how much they're going to, you know, dump into this backup, uh, backup running back position. He might be on the move in the off season. Unless they give him like a low round tender that nobody signs. And he's just there. Right. That'd be interesting too. Cause I could see if they give him like a really low tender, a, t- a team out there that could potentially like, again, a team trying to save some money and it's not cheap, like the Falcons. Right. Would That's be a ex- really good spot exactly, for him. Exactly what I was, the exact team that I was thinking about. You know, if if they tender him low, the Falcons might just swoop in and, and snatch him. That'd be an interesting fit, right? Them, them, or the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like if if Matt Breida goes to the Falcons, like he's potentially like running back fifteen kind of material, right? And so that's uh, at least something something to keep an eye on. And you know, obviously, in any kind of Shanahan offense, I feel like just like his dad, he can sour on a guy pretty quickly and then they're, they're kind of like yesterday's news oh i can just get somebody else to fill in and if they see him in that light then he might be on the move and he might be out the door there in san francisco interesting name the matter he, he's somebody we talked about too like a couple months ago or not even a couple months like a month ago like burrito like hey i mean that's a guy you want to buy real cheap don't know what's going to happen in san francisco maybe he could be the guy still in san francisco so mm-hmm. he's a really interesting prospect because every time he's been given an opportunity he's looked good he has yeah and that's and that's why i wanted to mention him before we moved on all right well let's move on to uh the wide receivers shall we let's do it before we get into those wide receivers matt let's take a break here for a second and tell you about one of our sponsors Ooh. and that is manscaped that's right right now today if you go to manscaped.com and sign up and use a promo code nerds you're gonna get a super fat discount of 20 percent off nice 20 percent off matt with nerds Nerds. Not nerds. That's it. And listen, man, Valentine's Day is right around that corner. Mm. So this is a good gift either you buy for yourself or that your lady gets you. So there's some ladies out there listening. And listen, when you go in on Valentine's Day for love, you're not trying to crawl through the jungle. right? <laughs> you don't want to sift through the weeds. No, no, no. you don't want to do that. And guys, it's Valentine's Day. Clean yourself up. Pull yourself together, man. Yeah. Be respectable when you're talking about the hair down by your testicle. Yeah, Come on. Serious. This is ridiculous. Bonsai that bush. Be respectable to your lady friends or guy friends, whoever. Exactly. Listen, Manscaped just came out the lawnmower 3.0. I've got it. I've got it. And this thing is incredible. It's got a light on it. It does. You can't get lost. It's waterproof. In the shower? Just bring that thing in the shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You won't get lost in in the rain. No. it's, It's that good. Manscaped brings you... This really good new package for your package, the 3.0 announcement. It's coming with 20% off, free shipping, two free gifts when you purchase the perfect package 3.0 kit with the code NERDS at manscaped.com. This is a great new um, one they have out here, the 3.0. It's the Actually, latest model. Yeah. I had the 2.0, and I'm going to say the 3.0 is significantly better. It's about 1.0 better. <laughs> Sounds better. And again, these are not things we're coming here and tell you about if we don't believe in them. And I stand by this. I stand by. I believe it. It's Valentine's Day. Now, listen, if you order this now, you're not going to buy Valentine's Day, but you can make up for it, right? What's better 
than the gift of love, than the gift of love every day. Every single day can be Valentine's yeah. Day. And if you're sitting at home lonely on Valentine's Day, it's probably because you own the, the, the lawnmower 3.0 for Manscaped. Gentlemen's grooming. That's right. Get yourself, out of that bush. Get yourself cleaned up, guys. What did, what did you say, man? What's the, what's the point of having a really nice looking tree in your lawn? You can't go outside, cut your entire lawn and the grass and around every tree and then and or, or around all the trees and then not weed whack. 100%. It just it just doesn't look the same. It's not the same effect. You don't you're you're missing the wow factor. It looks nice, sure. Yeah, it's okay. You cut the grass, everything looks good, but it, it you're missing the wow factor. As soon as you get out that weed whacker, you trim around all the trees, your yard looks pristine. And then you get the nice comments as well. My wife always comments when I when I weed whack my yard. She's like, "Oh my gosh, the yard looks so much nicer." What did you do? Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I got out the weed whacker. It looks nice. I cleaned it up. And nobody, who does not want to go out and enjoy a nice looking lawn? Exactly. Get to manscaped.com. Use the promo code nerds and get 20% off and free shipping off your perfect package 3.0 purchase when you use the promo code nerds at manscaped.com. So, Matt, let's get into some of these wide receivers, shall we? Let's do it. So a couple of guys, teams I have on my list, this is a bigger list that can use a wide receiver. So I broke this wide receiver list down a little bit different um, because there's different needs for different teams, but there's also different kinds of wide receivers as well. So I kind of did it in a group of wide receiver ones, wide receiver twos, and slot wide receivers and kind of listed out the teams that need all three of those different things. Look at you. Let's hear your list because it sounds way better than my list. Already. Um, so obviously, the um, we'll just go down the, the wide receiver one list first guys who don't have like a bona fide wide receiver one yeah so the cardinals arguably don't really have one of those guys right now on their team larry fitzgerald obviously used to be that guy but i mean he's aged into a guy that basically is relegated to the slot yeah so i put them on the list because they don't really have that guy they may have him on the roster you know what I mean? In a guy, hakeem butler maybe a guy for the future who's like a, a future wide receiver one outside type of guy so I have the Cardinals. Um, next guy on the list are the Ravens, who, you know, obviously they they made Hollywood Brown their first-round draft pick last year. Um, it, it, it hasn't been determined yet if he's – he's obviously a big play type of guy, but is he a wide receiver one? Oh, it's been determined. <laughs> he's not a wide receiver one outside guy, Matt. All right, there you go. Um, he is more of a, a deep threat type of player. Um, so moving right along, the next guy down the list are the Bills. I mean, they have John Brown, who is a lovely deep threat. I think he he fits really well with Josh Allen and his skills, but I still don't. I think there's missing that wide receiver one type of guy. Um, so next on the list, Bengals. Um, obviously, they have a nice, you know, John Ross. They have, um, you know, A.J. Green for right now is a free agent. So, so Tyler Boyd's not a wide receiver one. And here. Tyler Boyd is a wide receiver two in my eyes. So okay. they're, they're on the list. The Colts, I mean, T.Y. Hilton for years has been that guy, but still doesn't profile as like a wide receiver one on a team, and he's getting old. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 glue factory as well. Exactly. Um, Raiders are on the list. They basically don't have anybody. They have Tyrell the Gazelle. They have Zay Jones. Neither one of those guys. And that's it. Yeah, and they, one of those and they, guys and they have Hunter Renfro. Is pretty much it. Exactly. Um, Eagles so, need a wide receiver one. Eagles need a wide receiver one. The Giants need a wide receiver one, and the Jets are another team that need a wide receiver one. The Patriots, um, obviously, they drafted a guy last year um, in Nikhil Harry, but I, he hasn't really established himself. So I put him on the list just in case. 
Yeah, so those are all teams that just need wide receiver ones. Okay, so wide receiver twos. I have the Bills, Broncos. Obviously, uh, the Packers are a big one that need them. Um, I think the Jaguars, the Chiefs, if Sammy Watkins is gone, are going to need a, a second wide receiver. The Dolphins. I mean, Cole Hardman. Oh, yeah, you're right. So um, we'll, we'll scratch them off the list. I didn't really think of him as a number two. I thought of him more of as, uh, as a slot, but I think he could probably could play that wide receiver too. Um, the Saints obviously do not have a bona fide wide receiver two um, yet. The Jets don't have a one or a two. Um, and, and then the Eagles are just, I think, on, uh, I think are all three, you know, for the Eagles. So um, slot wide receiver, I have the Falcons, the Colts, the Dolphins, and the Saints as well. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to see anybody have on my list here that you did not mention. The Packers need a wide receiver two. The 49ers need a wide receiver two. They 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 have some guys coming back. They have Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel uh, Sanders is a free agent. You're right. He is a free agent. But um, uh, they have some guys. They have Jalen Hurd. They have, you know. Yeah. And plus, that way Shanahan runs his offense, he just needs his one receiver, which is going to be Debo Samuel and George Kittle. So he doesn't really necessarily – that offense isn't really built to go around a big number two receiver anyways. Um, more about establishing a really good run game yes, out there. Mm-hmm. So let's look at some of these uh, free agents then that we have out here. <laughs> did you mention Redskins is a wide receiver too? I actually did not. Yeah, they the need Redskins. one too. That's on my list. I saw here that I didn't mention. I'll, I'll add that on mine. Um, so let's go through my list here. First big name on the list here, which is the biggest name, is Amari Cooper, who's 27 years old. You know, and really came onto the 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 Cowboys here. And in 25 games he played with them, had 132 receptions, 1,914 yards, and 14 touchdowns. And he really showed that he could be a wide receiver one, definitely even at a fantasy football dynasty level here. So for me, Amari Cooper, what makes it tricky is they already went and paid Zeke, and now they got to pay Dak Prescott. Do you think the Cowboys can find a way to keep Amari Cooper? Uh, I th- I think I, w- I would be I, I would find it hard to believe that they gave up that first round d- draft pick and and they weren't going to get him signed. So I think I think that yes, Jerry will find a way to get both those guys signed. Okay. I mean, if it's, it depends. I think it all comes down to Dak and like how hard ball like he plays with his contract and what he wants a year. So that's that's ironic. On the way over here, they were they were out. They were talking about that on the radio, and Gil Brandt was on, who is friends with both Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones. And um, it sounds a lot like this is one of those things where, hey, they're getting they're getting close. I think I think the Dolphin or the Dolphins the um the Cowboys have. Um, they're offered. They they're up to like thirty three million per year or something like that on the offer, which is is got to be getting pretty close to Dak's number. There was there were rumors out there that he that he was asking for forty, but then there there were you know it came out and denied that like no way we're not asking for forty. Um, but it sounds like a lot of the times the Cowboys want to control these guys for a long time, make it like five six year deals. At $33 million, which sounds great now, but six years down the line, that's going to be Jump change. that's going to be well below the market value for a, for a QB1. So I think once they whittle down some of those years, maybe, maybe make it a four-year deal with a fifth-year team option or something like that, or a fifth-year player option or something like that, and it's at the $33, $34 million, they're, getting, they're going to sign them. So it's getting close, I think, with Dak. And then it's a matter of, hey, we can just slap the tag on Amari. Yeah, you know I, I mean, because they have the money to do it. They have seventy they have the fifth most cap space. They have seventy-seven million dollars. Obviously, it's going to take a huge chunk of uh, Dak's salary. 
if I'm the Cowboys, I'm going to front load that. If I have seven, the fifth most money salary cap wise, I'm going to kind of pay Dak a big chunk of that change early. And and they're not free out for the f- future. They're not cash poor, so they can do that kind of stuff. Oh, hundred so, percent. I mean, there's teams that like Oakland Raider and uh, Oakland Raiders in the past were totally cash poor. I, I don't I don't think they are anymore. Um, you know, now that they've moved and their their finances have, have kind of come out of the dumper a little bit, but there there was a time where they were having a hard time paying guys. Cost my favorite team uh, to leave the city because yeah. the owner was cash poor, and it yep. was uh, you know, um, Odell. Yeah, obviously. Uh, to the Browns to Baltimore because he was cash poor. Yep. But let's sit here and say a situation of Mari Cooper. You know, say they can't. You know, something happens. They don't resign. Amari say they can't say something happens with that. They don't sign by the time NFL free agency opens. They franchise tag him just to be safe. Right. So that does it. That limits them to sign Amari Cooper to a franchise tag. And they just don't have like, he's like, I'm going to just see free agency. Sure. And to me, I think the situation where then the Colts can step in with their second most, you know, money, $86 million a year and blow, you know, the Cowboys out of the water, the contract and then sign Amari Cooper. I mean, you, you and me are sharing a brain there because I was literally looking at both the list right now. I'm looking at the wide receiver one needs. I'm looking at the cap space and, and that to me is a perfect match. Yeah. So that's that would I picked too. But we both agree. We kind of think he resigns with the Cowboys. I, I, I definitely do. Yep. AJ Green, 32 years old, you know, former dynasty darling here. Wide receiver one. I know you said not too long ago that you you think he's done. I think he has another year left in him, possibly two here to be a really good fantasy relevant wide receiver. Maybe it's high end wide receiver uh, two. Maybe in the first year back, even potentially wide receiver one. Where do we see AJ Green signing? Does he re-sign with the Cincinnati Bengals, or do you think he goes elsewhere? That's such. A, I mean, that is such a tough one because he's had a whole year to kind of sit there and, and, and learn. I, I mean, I would imagine he's got access to a playbook and has learned the plays, even though he didn't participate in anything on the field. Um, so it's kind of in the ball is completely in his court. Like if he likes the offense and thinks he could have a pretty good role there, then he may, he may decide to stay there. I mean, he's familiar with the area is familiar with the, you know, the facilities, all that good stuff. And if he likes the coaching staff, then he could stay. But if, but if he doesn't, you know, they're not going to like franchise tag this guy. And you don't think he does. You don't think to do, I'll just come back. I don't think AJ Green leaves because I don't think they would let him. I think Mike Brown would franchise that. You think so? Like a a 32 year old guy that's been broken for like one year, three years. I think for one year, I don't see. I I personally don't see it. No, and I and I could I could see him ending his career somewhere else, uh, like a Cardinals. You know what I mean? Like he goes out to the to yeah, but the no, because they're paying Larry Fitz too big. Like he's wherever he, get, he goes, he's gonna get paid. So they're paying Larry Fitz. They're not gonna pay Larry Fitz too. They already have their one old receiver. To me, this this scream this would scream Bills. Um, you know, the third most cap space. They're looking for that big play. You know, the big, the bigger wide receiver out there. They have eighty-two million dollars to play with out here. This would scream like a three-year deal, um, where only one year is guaranteed, and AJ Green goes to Buffalo. Would you see? Could you see a scenario where where it's one of those things where he just wants to be on a winning team and he goes to the Patriots? They have forty-four million. It's not like they they couldn't pay him. Well, they're, one, they're going to pay. They're going to have to pay Tom. Tom Brady. And two, if Tom comes back, they're going to have to make him the promise they do sign somebody. So I could see the Patriots there. I, I also see how you mentioned earlier um, John Gruden with their $51 million. I could see that making him run for A.J. Green as well. He likes veterans, so I, I could see that also. Okay. Um, moving on here, another receiver here on the list is Robbie Anderson, 27 years old. And Anderson's weird because this is a guy, you know, in Dynasty I've never been big on. 
And for a reason. I mean, he got drafted in 2016. He's never had a thousand yard season. You know, his best, though, was in 2017. His offensive coordinator at the time, Matt, was John Morton, um, who is now currently a Raiders offensive assistant. Hmm. The Raiders desperately need a receiver. And there was reports that the Raiders tried to trade for Robbie Anderson um, this past year as well. So to me. All this smoke is leading right back to the Raiders. I think they're going to find a way to get this guy signed. Uh, I know the Broncos have been talking speed for a while now, but I would be more surprised if they wouldn't draft a guy, not sign a guy, and go that route. I think Robbie Anderson ends up on the Raiders, and this does nothing for moving the needle for me. Um, I'm with you there. I feel like um, those are the exact kind of dots that you want to connect when free agents are kind of hitting the market. Um, you got to look for old offensive coordinators, look for, you know, people that are familiar with these people because those sometimes make the best fits and best transitions when you're, when you're kind of going from a system, you, you back into a system that you previously played in. Um, so I could definitely see that, uh, scenario where he ends up in Oakland playing out. Okay. And, uh, and it doesn't, uh, for, for me, it does not excite me either. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that will still be a wide receiver three. Yeah, when he when he signs and everyone's like, oh, the new wide receiver one's in town. I'm using it as a dynasty sell. Me too. Like a hard sell. Definitely. Um, and take it whenever the hell I can get, preferably a 2021 second. That'd be, scoop, be that, that'd be a great deal, and I would, I would um, scoop that up in a second. A couple guys I want to get through here quickly because we, we still got to talk about some tight ends and quarterbacks, so we'll get through some of these quickly here. Manuel Sanders, 33. You know, I think he'd be a good fit somewhere like maybe like the Packers. Uh, that can use a number two wide receiver to help out Aaron Rodgers out there to kind of get in and out of the slot. That, that would definitely be an interesting fit um, for a guy like Manny Sanders. Um, the Saints would be a nice fit, but I mean, that's like anyone would be a great fit there in the Saints. I mean, that would excite me for, for fantasy purposes anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, any number two? It's funny because we say the number two receiver. I can see them drafting a guy, though. Um, there's so this. This is what's weird with these receivers. This class is so deep. I mean, most of these guys we're going to mention now can kind of get bypassed. What about a guy like Brashad Perriman? Uh, I know Nick Whalen um, at Nick Whalen. Uh, you know, you can check him out actually tonight on Wednesday if you're into that on Twitch. Him, Garrett, and Jared do really good uh, videos breaking down these rookies. But he put out a tweet comparing Brashad Perriman's stat to a lot of these other big receivers, and they're really comparable to target, you know, target share. So mm-hmm. to me, Brashad Perriman's interesting because he did come on, you know, Okay, I don't want to say he came on strong in Cleveland. He just had a couple of nice plays. And then last year when needed um, out there for the Bucks, he had some nice plays as well. I was no, I was going to I was going to go back to the, the Cleveland connection as well and um, cuz he and Freddie had a thing going there towards the end of the year um, 2 years ago. And then obviously um, when they traded for Odell Beckham, he was kind of already on the hook in Cleveland to re-sign for a year and they let him out of that contract. That's why that's how he ended up with the Bucks. Um, last year, so could he could he be reunited with with Freddie up there in in New York? I don't think so, just because they they have Darius Slayton, yeah. they have Golden Tate on the contract, and they have Sterling Shepard on the contract, and they got Evan Ingram, and they got Saquon Barkley. Uh, to me, it's just it's not a fit. He he would have to just go somewhere where you know. He's a cheap guy, though. A guy that they just you you just take a flyer on. You know what I mean? He doesn't excite me for fantasy purposes. I just thought that that might be a place that he could end up. The, yeah, maybe the Broncos, possibly maybe a nice land spot. Nothing overly excites me about Brashad Perriman because to me, he's always going to be a wide receiver four. Me, uh, he's probably less than that for me. Okay. So, yep. Um, and 
Nobody, like, you know, Randall Cobb's 30. I don't think he's enough to get into. No. I mean, a guy that flashed for the Browns, Rashad Higgins, um, but then faded and wasn't, like, completely in the doghouse. He's a nice is, hold. Is a, is, a, is a free agent. So I'm at least interested to see where he goes, kind of to restore his value just a, a little bit. That's a good name. Um, you know, he's an under-the-radar type of guy that, I, that I'm interested in the free agent. Yeah, market. I mean, Rashad Higgins, like, I can see, because I can see Cobb staying, because, you know, with Mike McCarthy there now in, in Dallas, I can see that kind of, you know. Mm-hmm reunion there and then Cobb did have his best year um since 2015 i think it was his, this past year at 55 receptions for 828 yards and he had his highest average ever at 15.1 yards per catch and now that mike mccarthy's there i guess kind of see him stay in dallas for really cheap as their third option richard higgins though that is kind of interesting um i think the number one place that would get me excited for him would be like the colts yeah that'd be nice yeah that Where would they, definitely be you know they like, take a flyer on because they have the cap space they, they're, they're going to sign some people um, you know, I think it'd be an interesting spot for me where I'd get at least excited because no other teams are like where they need receivers would overly excite me. Maybe the Eagles, but I would like Richard Higgins in a spot where he can kind of step in right away and be the guy. I think the Colts put him in the best position there. Um, let's talk about a couple of tight ends here. Tight end needs to me. I had the Patriots, so they're number one team. Yep. The Chargers potentially if Hunter Henry leaves here um, as as a free agent. Right. If Henry leaves, definitely the Redskins. Um, basically don't have a tight end uh, correct uh vernon davis left and what's his name just keeps hurting himself uh <laughs> jordan reed jordan yeah. reed i couldn't remember his name uh, i think the bears are probably someplace that that needs some help at the tight ends uh yep. position uh the falcons obviously if hooper leaves so that's the same scenario as, as the chargers and the cowboys i mean with witten being basically a free agent and and the other guy uh, blake jarwin is a restricted free agent if they let him walk they're down to dalton schultz Dalton Schultz, which is actually why I was looking at Stanford uh, um, stats the other, uh, uh, earlier today because, I mean, the most he ever caught in in, uh, in college was like 200 yards receiving. So they basically just don't have anyone other than than Jarwin if they if they decide to keep him on the roster. Yeah, we'll see what they can do with their money because we just mentioned before Cooper. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to have that much more money spent on offense here. So – you know, obviously, some of the biggest free agents. Do we see Hunter Henry leaving the Chargers? I mean, I think that all depends. Um, do, I mean, are they going to franchise him? Are, are you know, it's it's a big time decision. I think coming there, obviously, in a big turnover type of scenario here, that they're getting rid of the quarterback, um, getting rid of the running back, getting rid of the running back. So is this another thing where just like they're like, all right, let's just hit the reset button and kind he's of only clear. 25 years old. I know he sounds like I mean, him and Hooper both. I mean, Austin Hooper's 25. He doesn't turn 26 until November. Yeah, they're both super young, man. So, I mean, they'd be great pieces. I mean, this could you imagine Hunter Henry if Tom Brady comes back going to the Patriots like that's that's mine. That's see, that's what I was thinking. If he leaves, they really need they aggressively need a tight end. So I could see them signing Hunter Henry. I could see them signing AJ Green. You know, what I mean, because yeah. they got to make promises to Tom Brady if he's going to come back, which is where I think Tom Brady goes back to. Um, so to me, I think Hunter Henry, the most likely land spot, if it's not LA, is the Chargers. And I that, mean, the Patriots. And that to me is just amazing. I mean, that's a, that's great for his fantasy value. So Austin Hooper, you know. Again, he might go back to Atlanta, but mm-hmm. you're talking about a team that doesn't have that much money. So right. there's a very good chance that Austin Hooper leaves in free agency. And you mentioned a team here that I think is a really good opportunity for him to go to. Is I can see the Redskins 
uh, ponying up and giving Dwayne Haskins another weapon, that safety net weapon uh, in Austin Hooper. They do have $38.9 million there. The, you know, they don't have that big number two. And with the, their young receivers, I think he'd be a nice presence. I love Terry McLaurin. I think I'm still a believer in Kelvin Harmon, and I'm hoping the team saw enough to bring him back for an opportunity to start next year. Sure. Again, I wouldn't be surprised. Totally see the Redskins drafting a guy mm-hmm. um, in this year's draft because it's so loaded at wide receiver. But I can see Kelvin Harmon possibly getting an opportunity out there as well. So to me, I think the Redskins would be a nice, good spot. I can see him sign there. And do you think that Ron Rivera – has a good scouting report on Austin Hooper for playing with him, you know, in the division for the past four years. So I think he knows exactly what Hooper can do from the, from his time that down there in Carolina. And I think he would love to get a guy like that, especially, you know, having a guy like Greg Olson for years on his team and then going from him and getting a guy like getting a guy like Hooper, I think would make a lot of sense. Unless they go that route and they, you know, they draft a guy um, and they sign Olson. For like you know, because he knows the you know the offense or thing, and they use him to help out Dwayne Haskins for a little bit, and they sign Olsen to like a year two year contract. Yeah, he's thirty five. He's he's old, and he's got one foot in the broadcast booth. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not sure if if Ron wants to do that. I mean, obviously he knows him best. So if if he has a frank conversation with him and is like, hey, are you committed? Are you in one hundred percent? He says yes. I'm sure Ron Rivera wouldn't have a problem signing him. So I guess that's a. Uh, you know, you'll we'll find out sooner rather than later on that one. Next guy on the list here is Eric Ebron, twenty-seven years old. Um, so still not you know not an older guy here. I think this uh, marriage to me would look like the Bears. You know what I mean? Because Ebron, somebody that's going to you know the Bears don't have a lot of money. They only have five million dollars, but Ebron's not going to request a big contract. Mm-hmm. So for a team that needs a tight end, may they get rid of? Um, I mean, I I mean, I could, I could see the Bears. I could see possibly the, I mean, the Bengals. If Tyler Eifert's out the door, I mean, they're down to C.J. Uzoma and a guy, you know, Sample from last year who who just didn't really see the field. So who knows? They might bring in a guy like Ebron as a, as a pass catching type of a weapon for a couple of years while Sample kind of hones his game. We all know it takes a few years kind of for a tight end to come along in the NFL. So, I mean, I could see him being kind of like that stopgap type of guy. And, again, all these names we mentioned can easily go to the Patriots because they get, they get signed two of these guys. Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if if the Patriots, like, if they didn't get the Hunter Henry because he was franchise tag or something like that or he signed, they signed Tyler Eifert and Eric Ebron. You know what I mean? They're bringing two tight ends. Or, and those, or Greg Olson and, and, you know, like one of these guys. For oh, sure. God, they could, they could totally run two tight end formations till they're, you know, Till the cows come home, and they would love to do that, I'm sure. So let's wrap this up with some of these quarterbacks here real quick. Because, again, now normally this is a conversation we never even have is a quarterback. Right. You know, free agency. But now mm-hmm. we have some really good names out there and some big names out there, and which leaves holes for teams that do need QBs, the Dolphins. But, again, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's most likely going to go back there. But the Chargers, the Bucks, the Patriots, potentially. Mm-hmm. The Panthers, potentially. The Cowboys, potentially. The I mean, Titans, for sure. The Steelers, potentially. We still haven't even heard back about Ben Roethlisberger's health. So yeah. we don't know where they're thinking. But I the know Bears. I know that they're not going to go into next year without a backup quarterback that's better than the Duck Hodges and Mason uh, Mason Rudolph. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that, but that makes more sense of a guy like Andy Dalton. It does. You know, yeah. Besides some of these guys we're going to mention. So Dax is going to go back to Dallas. Right. Brady's most likely going back to... The Patriots. I would 
You would think so. Yes. If, if not, he's going to sign. He'd probably, who knows where he would sign? I would guess the Chargers. Uh, that, that's where I would think. If he's not going to New England, I would think. It, I would think it's the Chargers. As well. Drew Brees already came out and said if he signs with anybody, it's only going to be the Saints if he does not retire. So you take it with the list. So the big names here we're looking at is Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, right, and Ryan Tannehill. I, I want to throw in Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. I was going to say, I want to throw in Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I, I didn't have him right there because Marcus Mariota, again, he's he's somebody I could see signing with Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a situation he's going to end up in. Somewhere that I think Mariota ends up in somewhere where he's nowhere near even considered. Like like Pittsburgh, I think, is a really good spot for him sure. um, or potentially the Bears. I mean, I think that would be a good spot for him to like resurrect his career. You know what I mean? Because that's the path he's on now. He needs yeah. to go somewhere where he can sit and learn how to be an NFL quarterback without all the pressure. Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Say Philip Rivers goes to the Bucks. Right. There's a lot of they're doing lot of, on everybody. I was gonna say the Bucks are just basically in on all these guys. Winston, who led the league in passing mm-hmm. last year, where do you think Winston ends up if the Bucks decide not to keep him? I still have had this feeling that Winston stays with the Bucks. I do. You do, huh? It's weird. I know it doesn't make sense because I know Aaron's like, oh, if we can win with him, we can win with anybody. Right, right. Like, dissing him. But say he doesn't sign there. Where do you think Winston goes? I really can't. I can't look down this list and say, hey, I, there's like a great fit anywhere else. Can you? Uh, the, the Chargers. The That would be the only place that would make any sense. Go D, Mike. Yeah, right. I mean, because they have some of the bigger weapons. If they brought back a Hunter Henry, then they'd have Hunter Henry. I mean, and it would look very similar to what the Bucs have with with Keenan Allen and and Mike Williams there. That's the only thing I can see. It really is. But is that that quarterback? I mean, is that um, head coach going to go for that kind of quarterback where he's turning the ball over that much? Probably not. Probably not. But no NFL coaches going to go there. Um, we, oh, I also didn't mention on this list, QB the Colts. The Colts are definitely on my list. Yep. So, you know, maybe cause they have a lot of money too. Maybe they sign him to like a, you know, Jameis to like one of those cheap contracts as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it is. It's hard. It's hard to peg. I would say I can see Jameis on the Colts, mm-hmm. you know, because they need a quarterback. They're in a win now mode with the offensive line. I could see him on the the Chargers, man. But that's I, I don't see him on the Dolphins. They get Ryan Fitzpatrick. With I mean, did you finally just come to the conclusion that Jameis Winston is just not that good? No, right no. here on the air. No, no. yes, yes, you did. I no, can no. see the look on your face. Yeah. You look so defeated. Uh, no, no, no. He's just uh, throws a lot of picks. That's all. He's, he's still young. He is still young, Rich. But he's just twenty six, Matt. He's not a great fit for. I don't all remember these, being twenty six. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm older than Philip Rivers. Right. Philip. Yeah. He's 38. Where's this guy? He seems like a grandpa. Wherever he goes is somewhat of a, of a dynasty downer. Like if he goes to the Bucks, I'm like, oh, mm. well, helps Chris Godwin. Does it, not help Mike Evans. It probably helps OJ Howard a little bit if he goes to the Bucks, because he at least likes to throw to the tight end. Yeah. Until he throws to him and then Bruce Arians <laughs> comes over and slaps him on the hand going, Philip, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> You're not allowed to throw to those tight ends. Then uh, Bruce's hands pregnant, <laughs> just like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some of these quarterbacks, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I could easily see going to Colts as well. Um, that's where I had to pick, like you know, for him to compete with Jacoby Brissett, sure. essentially, or, or brought in as that guy that that's a in Big Ben insurance policy or something like that. Where no, he, I think he goes somewhere he has an opportunity to start. Mm. I think I think I think Teddy's ready to put himself in a position to like win a job. So like. The Chargers might be a fit out there for him. Uh, the Panthers, 
might be a fit for a guy like Teddy Bridgewater and to run that Matt Rule and Joe Brady all kind of offense, which would be pretty nice. I sure. Think that, I think it would be a really good fit. That so, wouldn't be bad. Um, even the Titans, if they can't re-sign Ryan Tannehill, which I think they do. Yeah, I, um, I think they do as well. So to me, it's Teddy Bridgewater. I get excited about the Colts. And I get excited about the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And that's if Cam doesn't new. And then at the same time, I see Cam on the, the, the Chargers. It's a really weird thing to talk about because it's, 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 it's such a fluid situation and it's going to be this is going to be the biggest or potentially has the it has the potential this offseason to be the biggest QB shakeup we've had in years. You know what I mean? Because there's so many like if one domino falls one like if Tom Brady doesn't resign with the Patriots, this whole thing is going to be a huge cluster and everything is going to be swirling around everywhere. It, it really it, it is because the, all these guys we mentioned could potentially go back to their old teams. Too. Right. Exactly. Except for Philip Rivers. They told him to kick rocks <laughs> and now those rocks are pregnant mutually <laughs> agreed to kick rocks. So, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. We're going to jump in this nerd episode. Um, just a little, you know, fun February episode. Talking about some free agents coming up a little longer than we thought. A lot of guys to talk about always is uh, the big thing to remember, though. I would say this too is when players leave in free agency, teams let them leave for the most part for a reason. Exactly. They so, think of it this way. The team's that they're currently uh, or were they that they were on in 2019 have the most information about that player and they're letting them out the door. That's why you never get overly excited about players. The only players I like, I do get excited about are like players that they just, they're like guys like Austin Hooper, right? That are really good at their position and their team can't afford and it. They just cannot afford them whatsoever. Right. You know what I mean? The, so those guys are the guys that don't worry about. It's the teams that can't afford their guys or find a way to even possibly keep them and they still let them walk. Exactly. So again, if that, Derek, mean, that means they've seen a little something. His, his play has declined a little bit and he's just not worth the bump and pay that they're going to have yeah. to pay him. So if Derek Henry leaves, it tells you everything. You know, they obviously listen to my podcast. We've used him up. You're welcome. Um, so that's it for this episode. Make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com every single day. If you play Dynasty, why aren't you on there? You should be on there. There's so many articles on there, so many rookie profiles. Make sure you join the Nerd Herd to get all that extra bonus content we have on there. Definitely for the Dynasty Nerd film room. There's no time better than now to be studying these rookies in this rookie film tape. You know, other sites might have free film rooms, but they're nowhere near as close to our film rooms. We're actually, these are handmade film prospect cut-ups for our nurturing members only. It's the best place you could possibly watch film today. Um, ask your friends. They'll tell you. Join the Nerd Herd. Join the Nerd It's herd. a great place. And, uh, you know, leave us a rating review uh, on uh, iTunes. On iTunes or any yeah, of those other appreciate things. It. Yeah. If you just so happen to leave us a bad review just because of our sound but said you would change it, change it. Please change it. If not, no virtual high fives for you. All right, guys. We'll be back next week with a new episode, and then we'll be ready for uh, the NFL Combine. Ooh. Can't wait. I cannot wait to get into these rookies. All oh, this rookie stuff. And then we'll get back into it talking where all these people we just talked about actually signed. Exactly. Oh, my God. Tom Brady's a charger. Adios. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.